Welcome to the Game Central podcast number 30 and what a brilliant day it is today. Me and Gareth are here, 9 o'clock in the morning, rocking it out. So this is going to be a PG censored, uh, kind of like a loose women or a breakfast show because, you know, GMTV. Do you remember the big breakfast, Gareth? Uh, roughly. I remember Zig and Zag. Yeah. I remember they were in a weird house in the countryside. It wasn't a weird house in the country. This must have been some sort of late night version that you you just watched. I'm at Big Breakfast. Yeah, they're in like a big weird house that was like. No, no, it was like it was like a townhouse. It was um, they were all together. They weren't detached. It, it wasn't like some strange, crumpled up old cottage in the middle of a woodland. Okay, well, I that's how I remember it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, your childhood was pretty dark, and I suppose GMTV was like Saw, was it? No, GNTV was fine. You know, Eamon Holmes probably was. We never really saw that. Yeah, it could have been in a cottage in the middle of a forest, but we never knew because we never saw the outside of it, did we? No, they just had a shifty-looking like photo of London in the background. And you're like, yeah, this could be anywhere. It could be. It could be in a cabin in the woods. Sorry, there's two hours outside. It's all right. Right. Thank you very much, two hours for stopping. So this is going to be a kind of cut down. We haven't got any game show this week. Me and Gareth are here. Guy unfortunately can't make it because he's got a, I think it's a girlfriend. I don't know if it's uh, serious yet. I don't know if they've confirmed it on Facebook, which makes it serious. Um, but yeah, we tried to get Guy on. Unfortunately, he's ditched us. But you always get that friend, don't you, Gareth, who they meet a girl and it becomes all encompassing and then it collapses and then you enjoy watching them snivelling back. It wasn't my fault. I'm so sorry, guys. And you just stand there while they're at your feet. Yeah, there's always that one hose before bros friend. I don't know if she's a hoe. I don't think she is. I think she's <laughs> a very nice lady. Uh, I think she's... I've mentioned it before. She's too good for Guy. He's punching well above his weight. And when she finds out... Well, he's going to be back on this podcast, but maybe in guest form. But that's something that we're going to have to discuss another time. But for today, we're going to have to get on with the get the podcast. So how's your week been, Gareth? It's not been too bad. A uh, bit low-key, keeping my head down. You know it is. Well, I don't know how it is. I don't know why you'd have to keep your head down. What have you done? Not much. I, I've I've actually, in the past few days, I've actually been quite busy. Which is That's weird, good. seeing friends and stuff. Which is why, like, last week I said, like, I'll probably be doing lots of streaming next week on Twitch. And then yeah. I've just actually been busy, so I've not been streaming. Not that anyone would have watched anyway. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, that one person that likes to watch you while you play games without you realising probably would have been very disappointed. Do you know who that one person is? It's Don Goss. There you go. He well, just Don... watches me games sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> He's harmless, bless him. He's harmless. And, you know, if you want Don to come and watch you while you're streaming, uh, just send him an email. I don't know what his email is, but it's probably dongoss at hotmail.co.uk. Just give, yeah, just email that, give that a try. Yeah, if not, dongoss at yahoo.co.uk. Just go through all of the dongosses and you may get a response from him, which would be nice. But um, my week's been pretty good. I haven't done anything really. It's in the holiday period. 
of the nice. school school terms. Uh, just got my glass cabinet still. Really enjoying <laughs> them. And I'm looking forward to doing some housework after this podcast is completed. I just because... uh, I just put the washing up away earlier. So You put it away? Well, yeah. Did you wash it up first? I did it yesterday and then let it dry and then today I put it away. Now that is efficient. <laughs> that is really efficient. Right, so on to the news. And for the news, and obviously it's a morning feel today, Gareth, you know, it's that kind of breakfast show feel to it. So do you have any kind of domestic tips that you could uh, share with us today? Domestic tips? Um, Yeah, well, you've already shared one that you do your washing up at night, then you come and you you don't come, (laughs) you you go to bed. (laughs) Well, I don't know if you do. But that was just a little slip because we can't really explicitly go towards what I just said. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, big breakfast when they had that double entendre. It's, I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Uh, everyone kind of knows, but it's not explicit. Like um, SMTV. SMTV was, lot... was very risque. Yeah, it was very risque, but they never really alluded to what they were saying. It's kind of like you either got it or you didn't. Yeah. And that's kind of what we have to do here. Okay. Okay. So have you got any domestic tips? Oh, let me see. Uh, I'm looking around my room. Um, what I'll say is that vacuuming yeah. can actually be done in lieu of a lot of other cleaning. Because if you vacuum a room, it actually looks way cleaner than it is. Yeah, because those bits of... Because you drop chocolate and stuff all over the floor. <laughs> Sometimes it falls <laughs> from my mouth to somewhere else. Or but... from your beard from the other day, like when you had some... On a Wednesday, you'll be scratching your beard and it'll drop on your floor on a Friday. Yeah, you don't want to bend over and pick that up. Yeah, and also, uh, my domestic tip for the week mm-hmm. is if you've got a glass cabinet or something that's quite smudged, a lot of people will use cleaners. They'll go and get glass cleaners. But all you need is a little bit of vinegar and water and um, a newspaper. Any old vinegar. Uh, yeah, any old vinegar, um, as long as it's not been on chips or anything first, because the grease in it does. Because <laughs> I can imagine you squeezing it from a packet of chips that you had the night before. Uh, or, yeah, don't use the chip paper either, because obviously mm. that's like paper, roughy, rough paper, and vinegar's going to be on that. So you just use newspaper, any old newspaper, the sun, the mirror, could be anything. Mir- the mirror works well on mirrors, uh, funnily <laughs> enough. That's- that's what it's called. That's, that's, called. that's why they called it that, isn't it? Yeah, that's and that's cool. that's brilliant. But anyway, we'll give some more domestic tips uh, throughout the show. But today, uh, we're going to be talking about some gaming as well, interspersed by that. Uh, GTA Five to have single-player zombie DLC. Now, this is an 18-rated game, Gareth, so we can't really go into too much detail yeah. uh, this time of the morning. But GTA Five zombie DLC... Do we really care about zombie DLC anymore? Everyone seems to want to release DLC that's zombies because you know what? It's easy to do. The zombies don't require any kind of AI. You could just kind of get all of the um, pedestrian AI that you've got, multiply it, and get them to attack you, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that um, Red Dead uh, Redemption uh, DLC that they did, what was it called? Undead Nightmare? Undead Nightmare, yeah. That was very well received. I never played it because I've, believe it or not, never played Red Dead Redemption. Oh! Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Are you just saying that because we're on an early morning podcast and you want to appeal to the younger audience? No, no. <laughs> I've just never played it. Wow. Yeah. 
So that's that's on my pile of shame now. I am I am ashamed that I haven't played it. You should be ashamed. But uh, yeah, that DLC by all accounts is pretty awesome. Yeah. And to be honest, I have absolutely zero interest in multiplayer GTA Five stuff. So more single player DLC, something well, I might actually be interested in. Well, that's what I said to you before, isn't it? Like people are such high levels now mm. that they've got all the weapons, they've got all the cars, and you just feel like a bit of an idiot. But I mean, if it was online zombie kind of slaying it could be kind of like a more glitzy daisy if you would if you could get together with um a group of people and fight the zombies maybe but i wouldn't want it to be um kind of like the city with just added zombies everywhere which i've got a feeling it may very well be but red dead wasn't that was it there was like bigfoot in it and all weird other yeah but i don't think that was that was a story that, you that don't think this will be a story? You think it'll just be, here's some zombies? Yeah, because everyone seems to like zombies. It's a surefire hit to sell, isn't it? I could see them putting some story to it. I'd that, like them to put story into it. That's kind of, yeah, That that's what I would be willing to pay money for, is an Undead Nightmare-esque DLC where they put effort in, story in, add a load of new stuff. Yeah. I hope but- it's that. But it was quite easy to do with um, Undead Nightmare because it was quite—it was like a desert. There was a few towns that were quite run down anyway. What are they going to kind of do with the cities? Uh, because they look quite modern. Are they going to sort of do some different districts that are kind of run down after a zombie apocalypse? Mm. It's quite interesting. If anyone can do it, Rockstar can do it. Yeah. But um, if they are going to do it, and it has to, it's going to work well within the frame of GTA 5. It had, they have to take time on it. They have to do it right. They can't just throw in a load of zombies and just hope the idiots enjoy it. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, it seems interesting. Uh, hopefully, it'll be another 10 gig to go along with the 8 gig install, <laughs> and you'll have to get a whole new hard drive to actually play it, Yeah, which, which was always a problem for me with uh, GTA. So much um, taken up just by the install, but... You don't mind, but every time I want to play it, I've got to sort of uninstall it and install it again because I haven't got the biggest of hard drives. Mm. Um, didn't really want to mention it, but yeah, so it's, some guys are a bit embarrassed about the size of their hard drives. But it's good <laughs> that you just you get right out there and admit to it. Hopefully. We are uh, another little household tip here is if you've got skid marks on the inside of your toilet, just use some Coca Cola and it will strip that right off. Really? Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't know about Coca-Cola uh, being a cleaning agent because we put it into our bodies. Uh, pouring some into me right now. Yeah, pouring some into you. But if you leave a a coin uh, in a, a cup of um, Coke overnight and it's a dirty coin, it will clean it. Make it all shiny and new again. I, d- I don't know that it's worth... That's not a good trade-off. Well, like, that's not a household like two tip, pound for a bottle of Coke to clean one penny. <laughs> <laughs> well it's not a whole bottle you, you can kind of do a little bit and you know it's not really a household tip either like are your coins dirty do you want the shiny coins to take out of you tomorrow <laughs> then do this tip but anyway talking of skid marks Flappy Bird returns as a multiplayer <laughs> game on Android now we've all been waiting for Flappy Bird to return with bated breath yep. um, the, the, the wait has been pretty much unbearable but suddenly it's appeared again uh, the guy originally took Flappy Bird down because he didn't like all of the drama and what was it that he said, Gareth? 
Uh, he hated being rich, I think. Yeah. It was, something like that. He hated all the money that was coming to him every single day. And who can blame him? So what he's done is he's gone away, um, and he's actually... Is it by the same guy, or...? Yep, let me get his name. His name is Dongwin. Dongwin has gone away. Uh, he hated making all that money and all the attention, and he's come back with multiplayer Flappy Birds. Uh, so apparently, you can make even more money that he hates making. <laughs> um, so, what, what do you think of this, Gareth? Well, it is exclusive to the Amazon Fire TV, Amazon oh, console. Dear. So he's not going to be making as much money. Maybe that was part of the thing. He was like, I don't want to make too much money, so <laughs> yeah. I want to go to a console that nobody owns. Yeah. And Amazon were like, well, we got the console for you, Dong. Yeah. Well, I'm going out straight away to buy that Amazon console. I don't know about you. Multiplayer Flappy Bird? Yeah. That sounds well worth £2 of my money. Oh, yes. And do you think him and Amazon maybe came up with a little deal beforehand before he pulled it off of the server? Ooh, I didn't even think of that. Uh, but my guess will be no. <laughs> Why is that? Because it was so long ago. And it's not <laughs> like this game would have been hard to make. Yeah, but the thing is, if it's an exclusive deal, isn't it? Like, kind of, you pull it off there, go back, make make all the money. No, not make all the money, but make the multiplayer game. And, you know, if it kicks off like Angry Birds has, you know, there's merchandising deals to be had. There's all sorts. And Amazon can kind of own the rights to it. Hmm, so it could either be a shrewd business move or it could be a failure. But any anyway, he's going to be given the money and he doesn't want to make too much money and maybe he made that apparent to Amazon and they kind of said, you know what, instead of you getting $50,000 every day, we're, we're just going to give you this one-off payment of £50. It's not too much money and you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> just enough money just enough money for you right so your favourite game No Man's Sky which you're very excited about is coming to PC yep and, and what does that mean that means I'll be buying it <laughs> do you think that um, it, well you said it, it seemed to be a more centric PC game didn't it well yeah it's very leaning towards like um, as big a universe as possible which is traditionally a PC thing yeah like, consoles are getting closer to that like you know 64-player Battlefield and proper MMOs were never possible on consoles before this generation. So yeah. it, it is still... It's something you can imagine uh, on a console, but just the concept of such a huge universe, it's very hard for me to distance that from a PC game because that's just what PC games sort of have been doing for years. Yeah. <coughs> well, it does seem interesting, but I still don't know what it is. Sorry, I was just putting some coke inside me. Um, oh, yes. It's essentially... Did you say coke? Yes, I did. Oh, okay, brilliant. Sorry, I was just going <laughs> to you there. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> it's basically Minecraft-ish, but yes. every new player that plays will start on their own planet, uh, completely randomised, and they will have to figure out how to travel to other planets for themselves which some of them might get uh, confused about maybe but it's like it's that thing of like you know I can imagine starting it day one it comes out me and a friend on Skype being like okay I've started what planet are you on and he's like 
I'm on a jungle planet and I'm like, oh, I'm on a desert planet and there's all shit kicking off. There's animals everywhere trying to eat me and he'll be like, oh, there's no animals on my planet. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, Because every planet is completely random. Every person who starts the game starts on a brand new planet. So it's just that feeling of a universe that's always getting bigger and bigger and more interested and diverse. Yeah, well, that's it. It's, it's going to be interesting, and it depends how it works. You know, I'd probably, knowing my luck, start on a planet that had nothing on it, um, just grass, with a massive monster that follows me every day and tries to kill me, <laughs> which wouldn't make it very fun. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> no. But um, a, a little tip here for you, Gareth. Um, okay. You know, you know, when you go to school, when you used to go to school, when you used to have sliced apple in your packed lunchbox. Sure. Um, rather than just keeping them all sliced, uh, cube up the apple, but instead of letting it all fall apart, hold it together by an elastic band so it doesn't go brown uh, and it keeps its moistness and its freshness. Is that really a... That's a tip. Huh. Okay. So like, if you cut the apple into three parts, mm-hmm. you can hold it together with an elastic band. That makes I don't sense. Know, I don't know why you wouldn't just let your child just have a whole apple and let him bite into it Well, you have to cut it for him uh, the kid would probably be stupid enough to just eat through the rubber band anyway so yeah. probably not the best idea to have is it maybe it's just a very special child yeah and you don't want it to rot speaking of rotting Gareth uh-huh. yeah, you see that it depends what you're going on to <laughs> um, Resident Evil oh there you go now it makes a, sense a remake of another remake. Uh-huh. Of another remake. Resident <laughs> Evil 1 wouldn't be the game that I would remake. And, I, and when I saw it, I got quite angry again. I want a remake of Resident Evil 2. Well, that's not as easy as the remake of Resident Evil 1 is. Is Resident Evil 1 even that good? Let's be honest. Um, <clears throat> It depends who you ask, I suppose. Because I don't really like scary games. But the thing is, no. <laughs> it was good at the time, but that time was a very specific time in history. Um, and now it just seems so cheesy and so, you know, out there and silly. It's very Japanese in that kind of sense. Um, but it's, it's, it's not the Resident Evil game that I'd like to be remade. Well, the thing is, they, they never remade Resident Evil 2, whereas they did... this. The remake they're going to release is just... They're basically adding better textures to the GameCube remake. Yeah, which which isn't good enough, it's, to be honest. It, in this it's day good age. though. Like, what's wrong with it? That Resident Evil remake was amazing. Like the graphics in it. Yeah, but we've all done it. It's, it's it's done. It's done and dusted. I don't know. A lot of people didn't play that GameCube remake. To me, it just it it admits defeat. You know, okay, we can't make games like this anymore Resident Evil 6 was a complete flop we can't trust ourselves to make Resident Evil 7 so in the meantime while we find someone that can as we did with Devil May Cry um, please bear with us and play this it's kind of like a public service announcement right but I mean if you're saying like you really want them to make Resident Evil 2 like this yeah. then you're going to have to buy this one if this one doesn't sell they're not going to make the second one they're going to go well, that first Resident Evil remake we put out, nobody bought, so we're just going to stop doing them. Like, whereas, what, yeah. if you want Resident Evil 2, this isn't going to be full price, this game. It's a remake of a PS1 game. 
So it's going to probably be like 15 quid, I would imagine. Yeah. And it's out on PS3 and Xbox 360, so I mean, everybody listening to this, I would assume... And PS4, isn't it? ...can play it. Yeah, PS4 and Xbox One as well. And the screenshots, I think they look really, really good. That GameCube game looked so good for its time, because everything was like... um, it was basically just a flat image that looked 3D because of the Yeah, they were pre-rendered backgrounds. Yeah, so that game already looked fantastic. And if they're just upping those textures, it's going to look just gorgeous, especially on those new consoles. Well, hopefully. But at the same time, I still think there's a, there's a way that they can use pre-rendered backgrounds. <clears throat> and they do look brilliant, like you're saying. In HD, they look incredible. Um but at the same time, you know, we've moved on from that kind of gameplay. It's it's nice to see, but it's it's just a shame because I'd want them to kind of focus on what Resident Evil is, see where they went wrong with Resident Evil 6 and to a certain extent Resident Evil 5. And maybe just, I'm more excited with that evil within, which is Shinji Mikami, mm. the guy that made Resident Evil 4. Yeah, well that looks, that looks sort of too... It's trying very hard to be scary. Yeah. Whereas Resident Evil completely veered away from trying to be scary at all. This looks like it's trying way too hard. Well, we don't know yet, but, you know, hopefully he is the horror master. He is. But, I mean, mean, like, you know, if anything, this indicates Capcom are sort of abandoning the new style of Resident Evil they were going for. Like, Resident Evil 6 was just a complete failure on all accounts. Did you play it? I played enough of it to know that I didn't want to play any more of it, if that makes sense. So, at the very least, you can look at this as them going back to the drawing board. Like, let's start on the original Resident Evil, see what made that great, and then work back from there. Like, that's that's good. That's them doing something different. If they just released Resident Evil 7, and it was another hot mess, that's a lot worse than this will be. This will be, like, cheap, it'll look really nice, it'll play on any console... Like, there's just no... I don't see any downside to the remake, to be honest. No, there's no downside, but it's kind of... um, It's just not the strongest game in the franchise. It's not even the second strongest game in the franchise. Well, I mean, the strongest game in the franchise is obviously Resident Evil 4. Yeah. And then the second strongest is Resident Evil 5. Everyone knows that. Oh, no, Gareth. (laughs) Come on. I mean, Resident Evil 4, you can't really... It's not really in the same sort of bracket as 1, 2, and 3. It's a different genre. Yeah. It's kind of like saying Gun Survivors the same as Resident Evil 2. It's not. Gun Gun Survivor was just like this first-person view light gun game. That That sounds really good. (laughs) Play it, mate. PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to get a PlayStation 1 and a light gun. Yeah, well, maybe they'll remake it again after they've remade this. Could be. You never know. So, a game that Guy's pretty much looking forward to, but I hope that on the day that it comes out, Guy's Wii U just breaks and smashes, <laughs> and he has to sit there and look at the game without. And I hope that the Wii U takes the game with it, and he tries to take it back to the shop, and he goes, No, sorry, that's self inflicted. We can't give you a refund. It is Hyrule Warriors features Ganondorf as a playable character. Is, is that going to make you buy it now, Gareth? No. <laughs> no? I don't have any uh, excitement for Hyrule Warriors. At all? Not unless they uh, talk about it more and it turns out it's not just a 
Dynasty Warriors game. Yeah, because that's a very specific type of game. And if you don't if you don't like it, you don't like it. But um, there's got to be from the Zelda universe. There's got to be because the gameplay is so simplistic. You have to have a wide variety of characters and different moves. So really, announcing a new character isn't a big surprise. You're gonna have to have pretty much fifteen to twenty different players, and that's that's the whole um, enjoyment of Dynasty Warriors is that or Dynasty Warriors is that you have so many characters and it all interwines with each other, and they've all got different play styles, and you can kind of experiment on how they beat the crap out of a thousand people compared to the person that you played previously. But I'm a Dynasty Warriors fan. Um, I just think it's a really good game, and I I enjoyed the Fist of the North Stars game. I enjoyed... Well, I haven't tried the Gundam ones. Mm. Um, But yeah, I really like Dynasty Warriors, but I'm not going to buy a Wii U to play it. To be honest, fair enough. I don't. I don't <laughs> think a lot of people are really. Yeah. Um, WWE 2K15 is a game that I'm looking forward to. Gareth is really into wrestling, but he doesn't play uh, wrestling games. I'm not into wrestling, but I like to play wrestling games. <laughs> That's a quite a weird sort of thing, isn't it, going on there? That's completely wrong. We're both. We're both wrong. Yeah, we're both wrong, yeah, well, both <laughs> wrong in this. None, none of us are in the right. Um, it, it's the whole Comania box set, and it's got premium packaging, which is nice to know, isn't it? Uh, which yeah. basically means that it's bigger than normal with a flap front. Uh, you're gonna get yourself a nice little uh, Hulk autograph in there, which isn't obviously signed by the man himself. No. It's a print. <laughs> you got the game. Luckily enough, you've got one of those um, not very good vinyl pop art figures of Hulk Hogan, mm. which everyone seems to be going crazy for at the moment. Um, you've got a piece of this is what I don't understand: mm-hmm. the exclusive piece of an authentic ring canvas from Hulk Hogan's Monday Night Raw appearance. Well, there you go. There you go. That's what you want, surely. That might that piece of ring canvas might have some of his sweat on it. I would prefer an authentic piece of gusset from the knickers of one of the uh, WWE Divas. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it would sell a lot more copies. I, I don't know how you would buy big it. the market for used knickers is. It's massive. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and you also get a downloadable uh, Sting and Hulk Hogan, so you can actually fight Hulk Hogan and Sting. Great. So, you, why are you not interested in the games? It's what I don't get. Uh, I was interested in them back on the N64, but then they changed, like, the SmackDown style of, like, combos and stuff is just not something I ever want to play. It doesn't look like real wrestling. doesn't feel right, and it's just not fun to me. I think you should really give this one a go. Yeah, it's it's not. I know what you mean. The SmackDown games on the PlayStation One, very fast. There's no commentary. It's just music going, <laughs> and there was like the flight, lights flashing everywhere, wasn't there? Yeah, and everyone kind of doing that. Um, this is very. It's it's methodical. You know, there's some skill that goes into it, saving your finishes for the right times. And like I say, the Raw is um, Attitude Era from last year's game, <laughs> and the WrestleMania years. I think you'll really enjoy it. Because it feels like an actual wrestling match. It gives you the things that you need to do. 
to recreate what happened in the match. And it kind of feels like, because obviously, I don't know if you know this, but wrestling isn't real. It's also, I know. Uh, Depends how you want to define real, I suppose. Well, as in it's pre-planned. I know it hurts when you jump off of a a rope onto someone's face. That's going to (laughs) hurt. It doesn't matter what way you put it. If you slam your body through a table, you can't fake that. You're either slamming someone's body through a table or you're not. It's real in that sense, but in the sense that they know what's going to happen at what point, that's sort of pre-planned, and that's that's what the games do, and that's pretty good, and you get bonuses for doing it. And Who's your favourite wrestler, Gareth? At the moment, or ever? At the moment. At the moment, I'm a pretty big fan of uh, Cesaro. It's annoying, though, because they're, they're burying him. Like Every week, he just loses whatever match he's in, even though he's one of the best guys on the roster by a mile. Yes, yeah. they're just completely misusing him at the moment. But he he's awesome. I didn't even know that um, CM Punk left till about a week ago. Yeah, I joined back into wrestling just as a load of people disappeared, <laughs> and I kind okay. of like that. Like CM Punk disappeared, and then Daniel Bryan got injured, and I didn't like him. Yeah, either. and like um, see the one with the beard. Yeah, the big old beard. And he's like a champion and stuff, but he doesn't really look like a champion. He just looks like some guy. Yeah, that was kind of a storyline, because Triple H oh, and Stephanie McMahon were like, you, you're not the face of this company, you're just a big hairy freak, so we're going to okay. try and screw you out of the title loads of times. Yeah. But I, I've never liked him. Like Since WrestleMania, he, I just don't see the appeal of him at all. But was then, he basically just the American dream? Kind of, yeah. But then he got yeah. injured... Like, in real life. And you laughed. And so he's not been in it for a few months, which means... Well, Cena's champion, which is lame, obviously, because John Cena's terrible. But it means they've had to be a bit more creative. Yeah. Which has been good. So, yeah. Well, that must be really frustrating, you know, when, when you've got it all planned out and one of your big stars gets an injury and they can't... You have to just basically go back to the drawing board. Yeah, it actually happened. The um, the Intercontinental Champion actually got injured as well, like a, a month later. <laughs> wow. He was British. He's called Wade Barrett, and he's awesome as well. He's probably my joint favourite, but because he's injured at the moment, yeah, can't really be a fan of him. But and he... obviously, what is this Steve, um, WWE on demand thing? The network. The network is kind yeah. of like Netflix for every single wrestling pay per view that's ever been on the air. Really. And they're slowly. Getting all the Raws up, all the old Raws and stuff. Um, I think they're up to like the mid-90s now with getting the Raws up. What, so like every single episode? Every single episode of every single Raw. And I think they're also working on like every single episode of ECW, every single WCW Nitro or whatever. Yeah, now that's something someone like me would enjoy. And that's that's not available in this country, is it? Uh, They announced, I think it's October 8th or October 1st maybe that it's coming here. Yeah, but the rest of the world is getting it like on Tuesday. We just have to wait oh, a few weeks. But I, yeah. I think I may give it a go when it comes over here because there's a lot of old wrestling that I yeah. wouldn't mind watching again. Well, that's the thing. I'm always buying the box sets. You yeah, know, and apparently they are they going to be available on there as well, like the Shawn Michaels journey story and all that. Do you think? I assume so. There's a ton of stuff. Like they have a load of documentaries up and stuff. Yeah. That you can only see exclusively on there. So, 
that's... yeah that, that's something I'm definitely going to look into and how much is it I know uh, Triple H keeps going 9.99 <laughs> yeah in America it's 9.99 a month which equates, equates to about, to about 6 20 quid, quid for us but yeah they'll charge us yeah. like 20 quid <laughs> yeah 20 quid a day right so Evolve that has devolved into February 2015 yep but you you weren't very you weren't interested in that game anyway, were you, Gareth? Not really. It no. looks really nice, and in theory, it's something I'll be interested in. But every bit of gameplay I've seen just looks like the most boring, just formulaic paint yeah. by numbers game. It, it, it's all very. It looks very planned, doesn't it? And like yeah. people doing this, but I suppose that kind of game you have to be pretty much in it to to know if you're going to enjoy it or not. Yeah, it's like, you know, you'll be the monster and you'll jump out at the enemy team and then you'll just swipe at them a few times, get their health down, yeah. then run away, then wait and jump out at them again. you got to do some more swiping. But, like, the monster takes so long to kill and so do the humans Yeah, that it's just a load of, like, okay, they're, they're chasing him, they're chasing him. Okay, now they've stopped and they're having a big fight for a few seconds. Yeah, now he's and gone. Chasing him again. It's like, it's, yeah, it just looks really boring, I think. It's kind of like Predator if it was drawn out over five hours. Yeah, it's like Predator if Predator wasn't able to kill any of the people. <laughs> but then I suppose if it was just a one... I suppose if they had, like, a, a rule where it was a one-hit kill from the beast, that yeah. would make it more tense. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool maybe there'll be like a game mode in there that's more yeah, like that more realistic but more um yeah it's one of those games that i haven't really looked into to be honest mm. well um, it's next gen so you can get it for your xbox one i believe when my xbox it. one hasn't been turned on for a while uh, oh dear yeah um i only play fifa i got sacked as manager of manchester united right <laughs> okay. i beat liverpool 5-1 and it said, sorry, because you're seventh in the league, we've decided to terminate your contract. And I was like, no, I've been playing this for absolute months. So I reloaded my career because I wasn't going to accept that. Uh-huh. I beat Liverpool 2-1, still seventh in the league. And then they sent me a message saying, we just want to congratulate you on your great run at the moment. <laughs> and I was like, if that's swelling the illusion of consistency, then that's just done it right there. But yeah, did that make so. you want to not play FIFA anymore? It kind of, it kind of. I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't consistent, and it made me think, oh, is this just random yeah. that I've just fulfilled a few more criteria and now I'm being held on to? But yeah, never mind. Twitch implements YouTube-like system for music implementation. So when you see Gareth playing uh, his game and he's listening to the Verve, drugs don't work in the background, and he's got his lights off. Um, in his pants you're not going to be able to do that anymore Gareth uh, well not that I would listen to that anyway but oh, that's okay. something I won't be able to do well this is like this is uh, one of the rare advantages of doing it uh, Thursday morning <laughs> which we've never yeah. done before because this story came out like last night Yeah, uh, which means we get to report on it um, yeah Twitch so I got an email during the night. I woke up at like four in the morning and read this email and it said, if you have any videos on demand with any music in, we're just going to mute them. Wow. And it's like... And there's a lot of people whose entire 
back catalogue that's got music on it, isn't there? Almost everybody, because yeah. what it, what they've done is basically they've implemented um, an audio, um, what's it called, Audible Magic, which is like a software that will automatically search videos for copyrighted music. <clears throat> okay. But it doesn't, um, it can't have any context or anything. So, for example, um, in Dota 2, there's music. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, like every game has music. Dota 2, in this example, has music playing. And in Valve's official Twitch page, which they streamed the International 4 tournament on, mm. some of their audio has been muted for containing audio from Dota 2. Okay, yeah, well, that's the problem. Say you're playing GTA and one of the licensed tracks comes on. Yeah, they'll they'll just mute that entire half an hour that that track took place in. Yeah, that, that's that's just absolutely ridiculous. And games like, um, for example, when I did my Bioshock Infinite playthrough, uh, one of my parts had a, a bit of music in that YouTube recognised. Yeah. So I had to go on YouTube and say, like, you know, I acknowledge that this is a copyrighted piece of material. Yeah. But Twitch, if that was the case, would just mute it. They wouldn't give you any options you you can like you you can dispute it you can say you know i don't think this should be muted here's why i did a but the chances are that yeah, they're not that's going to take yeah. probably weeks and they're going to start taking down videos after a few weeks now that's another I, change i, I, I just think it, 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 there's there's this kind of mugen thing which is a kind of uh open source beat em up and that runs quite a lot, and they play licensed music over the top while the characters are fighting. Yeah. So that's going to be messed up. But, I mean, it's it's not like I'm going to go to you, Gareth, Gareth, do you like the song Sunshine <laughs> that come out years ago? And you'd be like, yeah. And I go, you never guess what? There's a guy called uh, Bean Slam uh, streaming now live on Twitch, and he's playing it. And you're like, shit, you're joking. And you run on there, <laughs> you log on, you listen to it, and you're like, yeah, thanks for giving me the heads up, Rob. I love this song. You know, it's yeah. not going to be that. If I want to listen to the song, I want to. I will go on YouTube and I'll type it in. I'll listen to it, or I'll listen to it off one of my CDs. You're not yeah. going to. I mean, it's it adds to the atmosphere of watching someone play a game. It's it's not like the sole reason that you watch it. I can understand it from the copyright guys, <clears throat> but it's not like you go on a Twitch channel specifically to listen to music. Yeah. Well, it's it's only going to affect videos uh, on demand, um, yeah. which means you know if you play a game for an hour and the Twitch server saves that gameplay automatically for you, yeah, then that gameplay video may be muted for half of it. But it's stuff like you know somebody doing a uh, playthrough of Fallout Three, if they happen to turn the radio on in that game for like a second, yeah, Twitch may recognize the music that it plays. Like, you know, that I don't want to yeah. set the world, world on fire. If you let that play for like a second, Twitch may recognise that and mute an entire half an hour of your video. Yeah. And I'm not sure how it applies, but I think if you were to try and transfer that muted, anything in that muted half an hour to YouTube, it would also be muted on YouTube because they've just <laughs> completely removed the audio track. I'm pretty just sure that's no how it works. no audio for anything ever. Yeah. Just so it's make just, it easier. It's like, I'll tell you what video games don't need. Any audio. Yeah, whatsoever. It's just, it's just like, it's like the people who run Twitch don't know what video games are. Yeah. 
it's, that's the way this whole story reads. Yeah, but I think it's a kind of back in the day when it was silent cinema. <laughs> it was just things like that. Like, oh, don't worry, they don't need audio to understand what they're doing on the game. Yeah, it's it's just absolutely terrible in every way. And I I don't think they can keep it up. No. I think the backlash towards something this massive is going to be so big that they're going to have to repeal this rule because it's going to it's going to do a lot more harm to their brand than anything else they could possibly have done. Yeah. So, are you looking forward to Drive Club? That golf game? Yeah. yeah can't wait. No. Oh. You meant to say, I love golf games. Yeah. But don't worry, you can do it next week. <laughs> uh, who Who is uh, number six on your eight million... Oh shit! Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry for swearing, kids. And don't say Guy Whitlock because you've got more chance of getting to kill a lot than Guy Whitlock. <laughs> so he can't be one of your eight million. That is very true. Uh, let me have a quick think. My is it sixth? Did you say sixth? Yeah. My sixth person <laughs> of eight million. I'm trying to think of famous people. I like it. My sixth person would be Timothy Oliphant. Wow, the guy who played Hitman so convincingly. Yeah, he's the uh, the lead actor in Justified, which is a fantastic yeah. show. People don't Brilliant. watch Justified; they should. Be uh, quite interesting. I, I'd like him on my podcast. Fantastic! Your podcast? Oh, is it not mine? Is it? Oh yeah, yeah, it is actually. It's your podcast, isn't it? It's yeah, just my... what you where you talk on it, and then the eight million people share their thoughts. So that's brilliant. Tune in uh, next week at the same time for that absolutely brilliant piece of gossip. But for now, we're going on to what have we been playing. Hello everybody, and it's music time with me, Gareth. Uh, This week, as we're keeping this podcast a bit shorter, because we're sort of doing it last minute, Uh, I won't do much preamble, I'll just say this track is from Bastion. Bastion is a fantastic game which you definitely should have already played and if not, look it up. Uh, It's fantastic with a cool soundtrack that mixes a lot of different genres together. I've chosen one of the best examples of that I think on the soundtrack. So this is from the Bastion soundtrack and it's Brusher Patrol.
There's only two of us this week, unfortunately, because Guy is in love. And obviously, as you know, when you're in love, you can't do anything else. But uh, myself and Gareth, we probably wouldn't have played any games anyway, would he? Probably not, no. Probably not. So I'll just do this. So Guy, what have you been playing? Then you just put in, like, not much. Um, I've been playing um, Injustice Gods Among Us on the PlayStation Vita uh, system. Uh, I saw it for quite quite a good price, and I decided to have a go on it. It's quite good. Uh, I'm not really into beat-em-ups or the DC universe. I just find outside of Batman and Superman, all the rest of them are rather weak. Nah, The Flash is the best superhero. He's just really fast. That's not really a power. It's the best power. Is it? Yeah. What would you like to do fast... No, but seriously, what what in life would benefit your life and be able to do it faster? Everything. Like what? Running. Running? Why would you need to run really fast? To fight crime. No, 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 no. Just in general. Yeah, I can't fight crime in my regular speed. That'd be terrible. Okay, so you're still Gareth, but you're just a bit faster. So how would you fight no, no. crime? The Flash isn't a bit faster. He's the fastest man alive. No, that's Usain Bolt. <laughs> Can he do the 100 metres in under 10 seconds? He could do it in under one second. Wow. Now that is a power. A lot under one second. <laughs> okay, yeah, but there's Flash. Still, he's not as interesting as the Marvel characters. I don't know if you're more of a DC person, Gareth, but, you know, they, they, they're all a bit strange. Like Shazam, no, you're not very interesting. Um, Aquaman... You're not very interesting. Aquaman gets a bad rap. Aquaman's alright. He's alright. He's the but king you... of Atlantis. That's cool. Yeah, but you wouldn't wa- read a comic about him or watch a film, would you? Well, if I'm watching a film and he just happens to be in it, then I don't cry or anything. No. There's, but... um, there's a pretty good um, DC animated film where the Flash travels back in time. Uh, and then when he travels back to the present, it, everything's changed, and the Amazonians, led by Wonder Woman, yeah. are at war with the Atlanteans, led by Aquaman, and there's a massive war that's taking over the Earth. And that's really cool. Aquaman's in that. Yeah, but it, it was like, when you look at the character screen, it's like Batman or Superman, and that's it. Obviously there's the Joker and stuff like that, who were brilliant, but... Yeah, I wasn't too interested in the stories and the beat-em-up mechanics weren't really strong enough for me to really get interested in it. I've always found that the kind of Mortal Kombat and the NeverRealm studios, it's all a bit clunky and it doesn't feel as smooth as um, Street Fighter or something like that. See, I way prefer them to Street Fighter. Yeah, I think it's like two different schools of thought, isn't it? They're very different. They do, on the surface, you wouldn't think so, but then actually playing them. Yeah, I find Mortal Kombat to be very stilted and stop and start and not really a flow going through it. Uh, uh, I just kind of disagree. But that's well, you're, you're free to disagree because <laughs> that's the world we live in. Um, I've also been playing uh, Resident Evil 4 HD Remake on the Xbox 360. Dream. Yeah, dream the dream. And it, it's quite a good game. It got a bad rap when it came out. Did it? 
Yeah, saying that it's not, well, obviously not Resident Evil 4 originally, yeah, but they were true. saying that it wasn't upscaled very well. I don't know if it's because it's had a few updates since it was released a few, well, a few year or so ago, uh, but it runs very smoothly, it's very good. Got it on the sale for about £4.95. I thought that's, I'd have myself some of that. That's a good price. That's a good price. There's a few other Capcom games up there at the moment. If you've never played Devil May Cry, I would suggest Devil May Cry pack bundle, one, two, and three HD. Nice. Uh, that's I think that's about three pounds something. Canal. Um, did you just swear, Gareth? Uh, no, I said canal. Canal, brilliant. No, because you know that there would be a whole lot of trouble going on. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't yeah. want to inspire any of that uh, Daily Mail hatred. I know, but. It's fantastic, it still retains it, and it could still be released today and still be as good as it is, good as it was today. Um, it still feels brilliant, the shooting's still addictive. Um, yeah, it's just an absolutely fantastic game. Still playing Borderlands. Yeah. Um, I just keep playing that, I don't know why. I keep saying to you, I don't know why I enjoy it. <clears throat> I got it for the PS Vita, um, started playing it, and thought, what am I doing? <laughs> Like, I don't know why I'm enjoying the game. I've got it on PS Vita now, so I can just keep playing it wherever I go. So that's kind of turned into an addiction that needs to end pretty soon. I don't know about this, uh, the prequel. Yeah. Um, I'll probably get it, but I don't know how it can be any different to Borderlands, if you get what I'm saying. The pre-sequel? I'll, yeah. I'll get it as well, just because I'm in, I'm in on Borderlands. Every Borderlands game I'm going to get. Yeah. I just made that decision years ago. And it's not stayed me wrong yet. No. All two of the games. Exactly. <laughs> it's not steered you wrong yet. But that's that's pretty much all I've been all I've been playing at the moment. But yeah, so Gareth, are you still playing League of Legends? Uh I am. Not been playing that seriously in the past week. Some friends um well some sort of friends of friends have started playing. So I've just been playing with them. We've been losing every game just because, you know, it's literally like their third or fourth game each. But are you like the badass? Sometimes, yeah. There was yeah. one game where there was um, all of their all of our team bar two of us dropped out, like the internet got yeah. out in their house. So it was like the, them five versus us two for like 20 minutes. Yeah. But we managed to just hold off the other team for 20 minutes. Then when our three guys came back, we wow. came back and won. And that game lasted like an hour and a half. <laughs> that was the uh, most is stressful it, Is it because you're so powerful you're able to make up the other three? Or uh, is it kind of balanced that way in that you'll get fair games? Um, I'm not 100% sure. No one's 100% sure how the League of Legends matchmaking works. Oh, okay, brilliant. But all I know is like they're not very good at the game. No. Which means I've just been playing to lose... <laughs> Every time Which is I something you love doing, isn't it? No, I, no. Oh, I hate. So you're that. kind of like Splinter of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. yeah. Am and I? You're kind of buying them. You're training them, and one day when you become oh. too old, they're going to go out there and do your bidding. I see what you're saying. Um, in a way, can I help you get to silver? Theoretically, no, no, not at all. Why? When they get good, when they. And then you can all win games together. Then you can get into silver. I, not to be mean, but I don't think they'll be getting good anytime immediately soon. Oh dear. Yeah. So do you think you're going to just slowly drop away until 
you're not playing with them anymore? Um, probably, except not slowly. <laughs> well, because we used to do that on Call of Duty 4, me and the guys I used to play with, whenever there was a new guy, yeah. and people would be like, oh, he's, he's, he's not very good, is he? Or he'll be like kind of camping and not helping, or you know, just be that guy that just runs off and thinks he's Rambo, and then just at the detriment to the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. And then you go, but we've lost. Yeah, but look how many kills I got. I got thirty kills. Yeah, but that wasn't the point of the game. We had to hold the headquarters, <laughs> and it will kind of send you a message saying, "Oh, yeah, should we play? Oh, not tonight. A bit busy. Yeah. Uh, just doing this." And then slowly but surely, you weed them out until they get the message. So you're going to have to be doing a bit of that lately. Oh, I don't want to go to that. Days. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's not very nice. It's, you're going to be like Alan Sugar in The Apprentice. <laughs> just say, what, what do you think went wrong in the match we just played? What could you have done better? And yeah. then just fire one of them. But unfortunately, that's the life you've now found yourself in, Gareth. You, 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 give, you put out your hand and they can't feed from it. So you have to... Get rid of the weak ones. You have to literally hold their mouth open and take yeah. the food in. And even then, they don't know how to swallow. Oh, yeah. Hey! <laughs> there, we, there we go. But enough oh, of that, man. because this is a daytime program. Yes, it is. Uh, anything else you've been playing? Um, finally completed uh, Rogue Legacy. I've been playing that in little chunks here and there. Yeah. Uh, over the past few months, really good game. Uh, it's now, I think it's now out on PS4 and Vita, I believe. Uh, that'll be a really good game for the Vita, actually, because it's, you know, it's like dying doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. Every time you die, you sort of level up, so you kind of want to die eventually, anyway. But every time you die, like you keep your gold and you go upgrade yourself after you die, so. It'd be one of those games where if you're on a bus journey, you just play through a life. Next time you come back, play through another life. And I think it'd be pretty awesome for the Vita. But I finally completed that, so that was cool. Um, Risk of Rain. I'm playing more of that. Co-op. Um, unlocking all the characters. Just one more left to unlock. Um, that game's really good. I kind of wish there were more characters to unlock. Because I feel like once I've unlocked the last character, there'll kind of be no more point to playing. Yeah. And I'm I'm not looking forward to that because I really enjoy playing that game. But yeah, like because you know there's no achievements because it's not an Xbox Live game, so there's not really anything to do once you've unlocked the last character. No. So and that's really that's always yeah. It's when you really enjoy a game, especially these open world games, when you complete it and then it says. Now you're free to roam the city and do whatever you want, but there's not really anything to do. <laughs> you kind of just stand there, cry, and then turn it off. Yeah. So that's probably going to happen one day. Um, and then one other day. than that, just play more Earth Defense Force. Um, what a great game that is. It really is. Hacking through Inferno. Oh, I did play uh, GTA Five with some Game Central group members on Friday. But they weren't up to your standard. Well, I, I'm, I just don't like playing oh, okay. Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> with them people. I think... You better not have been playing with Daryl. I don't I don't know who was there. Because everyone's got weird names, haven't they? Like, I yeah. don't know who Mulch Monster was or whatever. Could you ask? Person. I could have done, but... Was everyone really... just breathing down the mic awkwardly? 
<laughs> there was some it, talking, but I mean, I'm just bad at the game, so. Oh. So I I didn't really talk much. I was too annoyed at losing. No, yeah. I think like I don't think GTA Five is a great game, but I think it's a incredible experience. Yeah. So like, I loved playing through the single player, but I don't enjoy. Yeah, the mechanics of it. Yeah, exactly. Competitive online shooter. Yeah, like really hold up, do they? Most of the events are like driving, and the driving in that game's shocking. Like the physics never feel correct. Like, you know, I'll I'll be driving, and I'll try to nudge the back of somebody's car, and the car won't even move. And then somebody will come and like tap the back of me lightly, and my car does like nine flips and explodes. And it's like nothing feels consistent and correct. Yeah, and then just like. You know, there was I jumped back in because I was like, okay, I'll get myself back familiar with the controls, GTA Five. I jumped on top of a car, and like, I was like, okay, I'm facing the wrong way. Tried to turn round, and my character instead of just turning round, he like took a step forwards, moved left, did a little circle walk to the left, and just yeah. fell off the car. And it's like, and the nothing, right physics. Yeah, nothing feels very uh, like satisfying. Yeah, in GTA Five, I thought playing it was amazing. Yeah, it is because it's uh, it's all held together, isn't it? Nicely. Yeah, expertly. But, but when you have to like play competitive against somebody, it all just starts to fall apart. It's like the yeah. aiming's bad, the driving's bad, the movement's bad, the camera's kind of terrible, and it just all sucks. So it's I'm not, not really that they're bad. They're not bad. It's just that they're not they're not made or optimized for that kind of gameplay. Yeah, it, they are what they are. The game's made yeah. to be cinematic. It's yeah. not made to play well under multiplayer circumstances. No, basically. So yeah. it doesn't really work multiplayer. I had a good enough time, but I don't think I'll be doing the Friday night GTA Five thing again just because I don't get any satisfaction from playing that game multiplayer. There we go. Yeah. And with that, we can go on to the weather. <laughs> it's fine and warm for most. Showers in north and west, so you're going to be getting Aww. some showers there. But you need one anyway, because apparently you stink. Oh! Uh, t- no, you said that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. It's largely dry, with plenty of sunshine. A few showers are likely to develop too, mainly across Scotland and the Northern Ireland, where perhaps locally frequent and heavy, breezy for a time in the north, feeling warm, particularly in the southeast, where I'm from. Tonight, staying dry for many. Hopefully, it's going to stay dry for Guy. And she's going to realise that he's really not all he appears to be. Though turning cloudier <laughs> over some southern and eastern parts, clear spells elsewhere and light winds allowing patchy mist, a few showers continuing in the far northwest. So there you go, Gareth. You're going to be looking towards your showers later? Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to be nice. Just take all your clothes off, stand in the middle of your local park and cry as the <laughs> rain envelops you as a kind of uh, analogy for your life. Oh dear. Well, I got, I got to say, Rob, you you read the uh, the weather out pretty well. You may have missed a call in there. Mr. Colon? Missed your calling. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I have missed my calling. Um, did you used to watch uh, This Morning? And there was that guy that used to jump around on the... Uh... Fred? Is that his name, Fred? Fred yeah. the Weatherman, yeah. He uh, was down in Liverpool on the docks. Was he? Is yeah. that where This Morning was filmed? No, but that bit was. I've been to Liverpool docks and they have the... Well, not anymore because that's off the yeah. air. But they had the, the map there and just waiting for Fred to come down and jump around it. 
I it never fell was in. outside. Yeah, it was, yeah. No, but it was outside the studio where Rich and Judy were. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my God. Completely separate part of the country. It was all a lie. Did they Did they say that? Did they allude to the fact that he was somewhere completely different? Or was it never touched upon? Well, I think they were always like, now in Liverpool docks, it's Fred. And then he would be there with his little glasses on. Oh, and, maybe and never... I would have been there. Because I went to Liverpool. Uh-huh. And there was, I don't know if it was the same place, but there was like a square of shops with water in the middle. And there was like restaurants and that around the outside. It could have, have been. It again. I'll have to look at it again. Well, but that's, yeah, you, that's something for you to do today. <laughs> yeah, if, if there was, if, if it was done today in London, some arsehole would probably climb over the fence and push Fred into the water, wouldn't he? No, no, Rob, that's a very rude oh, term sorry. used there. Sorry, but I'm just really passionate about weathermen jumping around <laughs> and stirring cutouts of this. Fred wouldn't be able to do it in today's society, or people would throw stuff at him, wouldn't they? Yeah. Or someone would swear, "Oh, Fred, you beep." You know, just to spoil it. There'll, there'll never be another one like Fred. I'm wondering what Fred's doing now. Uh, that's a joke I was going to make, but seeing as it's morning time... It's morning time. Then I'm not going to make it. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> Fred, I hope all is well. If you listen to this podcast, <laughs> uh, drop us an email. Let us know how you're doing. Uh, hopefully you're okay. Um, maybe he's retired now because he wasn't. He was getting on back then, wasn't he? He was getting on, yeah. Bless him. Yeah, I'm gonna try and contact Fred. Okay, get him on next week. Yeah, I'm gonna love that. He can be our new guy. He can kind of jump around, um, cutouts of different games and tell us what's going on. <laughs> in there. Cutouts of different games. I don't know. It's just a, an idea in its infancy. All right. I don't see you finding something for Fred to do. I think Fred's done about all he can. Excellent. <laughs> uh, so, Gareth, would you just like to do the normal uh, advertisements of the pages that we are part of? All right. Uh, so, let's see. We'll start off with the website. Game Central Podcast is hosted on gamebanter.co.uk. Uh, visit there to find out ways to get in touch with us. And also, uh, my interview with Martin Kitts, former editor of N64 Magazine, went live last Friday, so you can check that out on gamebanter.co.uk uh, Follow yeah. me on Twitter for all my thoughts on gaming as they happen. That's at gamebanter. Yeah. And then I guess I might be streaming on Twitch at some point. But with no music. Yeah. so that's a... Just deadly silent. Yeah. Maybe a cough every now and then. Tragic. That's twitch.tv forward slash gamebanter. And then there's also a YouTube channel Um youtube.com forward slash game banter to see gameplay videos that I'm going to upload. There we go. And hopefully next week um, we will have all this sorted out, the anarchy that's going on amongst us all. Um, hopefully he would have split up from his girlfriend. <laughs> He'd be very depressed, very upset and just come back to us like a loyal animal. <laughs> Maybe. I can just say one more thing. You can say two more things. Two more? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say two more things. I'm going to really milk this. Uh, the go. first thing is um, it really, really, really unbelievably massively helps us out if you review our podcast on iTunes. So if you listen to us on iTunes, uh, you'd be doing us a massive favour if you review us on there. And also, um, 
on iTunes and other podcast apps, you can only see the latest 30 episodes, which sounds like a lot. <laughs> yeah. But if you're ever curious about the first few episodes of the podcast which aren't turning up on the feed, um, they're all on gamebanner.co.uk. Oh, so if you want to go back and listen to some of the really old ones, gamebanner.co.uk, they're all still on there. <coughs> back when we were just to. wee boys, weren't we? Back when Guy sounded like he was talking through a biscuit tin. <laughs> which he probably was. Yeah. <laughs> because he was locked inside it. He was. But hopefully he'll go back to that biscuit tin because he was more <laughs> humble, wasn't he? There was a, a lot less sass about him back in that There days. was, yeah. But now he walks around like Billy Big um, Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> you thought about not saying bollocks. Yeah, but then that's, you know, I think we've gone over the watershed now. It's nearly 10 o'clock. It is. Plus, you know, bollocks is the anatomically correct term, I think. Yeah, it is. When I go to the doctor's and he says, oh, Rob, I know you've got a uh, ear infection, but I'm going to have to look at your bollocks again. <laughs> Just let me feel the weight. <laughs> so anyway, with that, uh, we'll see you all next week. And like I say, hopefully we've got a full complement of men. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.